Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here, and it is Sunday, so we're doing breaches of the week, and first things first, I recorded this early Sunday morning, so if some bomb dropped Sunday afternoon by the time this is released... I am sorry, I'll catch it next week. And as always, I want to thank uh, the following people that sent me in this information. Barrett Peterson, John Pemberton, Jacqueline Wolf, and Sander Slidnerink. Guys, thank you very much. And if you have a tip for me, please give me uh, give me give it to me, and I will give you a shout out here and also on my nationally syndicated radio show next time it airs. And with that, let's get going with Whitworth or Whiteworth, I believe it's Whitworth University in the state of Washington because they are taking steps to shore up their cyber defenses following a reported ransomware attack that left their uh, network crippled since late last month. Now, it's in it's unclear what sort of information may have been accessed. The information is still ongoing, but if the information, or rather the investigation, finds that any personal information on students, alumni, uh, employees, or donors was taken, Whitworth officials promised in a Wednesday, this past Wednesday letter, to notify anybody affected and take the appropriate steps, etc., etc. So they may be giving you free credit monitoring if you're caught up in that. So heads up, Whitworth University or Whiteworth University out of the state of Wisconsin. Moving on, let's talk about AccuTech Systems. Uh, basically, they are now facing two federal class action lawsuits for a data breach. Now, these lawsuits claim that a data breach in August of last year, so about a year ago, exposed the personal and financial information of about 40,000 people or so. We're talking full names, social security, dates of birth, financial account information, payment card numbers, and account access information. Those affected also were using the company's banking and financial software, so obviously that's very damaging. So heads up, if you use Accutech Systems for anything, you may be entitled eventually to compensation. Moving on, let's talk about Florida Orthopedic Institute. This is an update as well. They had a 2020 breach that impacted 640,000 individuals and resulted in their data being encrypted. They're also known as Musculoskeletal Institute, and they reached a $4 million proposed settlement over that 2020 breach this past week. So if you use Florida Orthopedic Institute or Musculoskeletal Institute in Florida, you may be entitled to compensation. Moving on. Let's give you a quick update on the Facebook Metapixel update. I talked about that a few breaches ago, uh, where essentially of the top 100 healthcare uh, systems, major healthcare systems in the United States, about a third of them were integrating a, a Facebook tracking pixel that was collecting personal health information. And so now we're seeing hospital systems have to declare breaches. This past week was Novant Health in North Carolina. So if you use Novant Health, go into the portal for appointments or give information, you might want to check in because Facebook may have your sensitive personal health info. Moving on. Let's talk about Safara Fine Linens because on or about April 24th of this year, they became aware of suspicious activity on their computer systems. Now, the investigation found that certain files may have been subject to unauthorized access between April 20, April 14th through April 24th of this year. We're talking names, uh, addresses, dates of birth, social security, driver's license, financial account information, medical and or health insurance information, passport information, electronics or digital signatures, and account access credentials. So if you buy, I guess, Esfera fine linens or work for them, uh, you may have been hit. Heads up. Moving on. Let's talk about the Texas Meter and Device Company. This was actually reported on August 9th that they had a data breach. 
And while they did not publicly release the specific types of data based on the state reporting requirements, it is likely that the breach affected highly sensitive personal information of affected parties. So if you're in Texas and use the Texas Meter and Device Company for all your meter and device needs, heads up. Moving on, let's talk about the Grand, uh, excuse me, Cedar Rapids Community School District in Iowa. This is an update from their July breach. Now, recently <clears throat> we learned thanks to local reporting, that the uh, school district paid a ransom to the attackers in an effort to keep that data from being released. The district has a $5 million cyber insurance policy, but we do not know how much the ransom was paid, nor do we know the identity. They're not saying anything, but heads up to you, Cedar Rapids Community School District uh, patrons, members, citizens, if you will, expect your taxes to go up. Moving on. Let's talk about the Atlantic Dialysis Management Services Group. They confirmed on August 5th they had a data breach, and according to them, they're known as ADMS. The breach resulted in names, addresses, social security numbers, dates of birth, medical diagnosis, treatment information, health insurance information, and prescription information being compromised. So heads up to you, Atlantic Dialysis Management Services patients and employees. Moving on. Let's talk about McKinney Area Hospitals. This is around Dallas, Texas. Uh, we are talking about Methodist McKinney Hospital, Methodist Allen Surgical Center, Methodist Craig Ranch Surgical Center. All, all three of those have provided patients notice of quote-unquote unusual activity on their data systems. Now, Methodist Health confirmed uh, basically the firm's investigation into the cybersecurity incident, and they are reporting that names, addresses, social security, dates of birth, medical history information, medical diagnosis information, treatment information, medical records numbers, and health insurance information were present in these systems that were breached. So heads up to you if you use Methodist McKinney, McKinney Hospital, Methodist Allen Surgical Center, or Methodist Craig Ranch Surgical Center for all your medical and surgical needs. You may have been part of a breach. Moving on, let's talk about about uh, DigitalOcean. This is a massive provider uh, here on the internet. You may have heard of them. According to a statement by DigitalOcean, uh, basically they had a MailChimp account uh, basically run by an employee that was recently attacked and broken into. The account was used for things like resetting passwords and other alerts. Although the attacker did manage to change the, uh, basically the password, the two-factor authentication prevented further damage. MailChimp discovered the anomalous behavior and then immediately suspended the account, which then alerted DigitalOcean their account had possibly been hacked, and in a statement of its own, MailChimp indicated that the cyber attack was aimed at crypto companies. I've talked about that before because there are many t companies being targeted, especially that are market marketing to cryptocurrency uh, users, meaning you're all about cryptocurrency, you're caught up on one of those marketing lists, they're trying to hijack that to you and then get you, obviously, uh, information that could get you compromised as well. And they are not the only ones this week because e-commerce marketing automation platform Clavio uh, was also hit. They're in the same boat as DigitalOcean. Employee login credentials were compromised. Marketing lists for uh, crypto customers were stolen. So heads up cryptocurrency users. You are continuously being targeted. Moving on, let's talk about the communications giant Twilio because they just confirmed that attackers access customer data after successfully tricking uh, employees into handing over corporate login credentials. Definitely not good. Now, in an update posted on August 11th, uh, Twilio, Twilio confirmed that the malicious actors access the data of 125 of their customers, uh, but they have yet to confirm what data was accessed. Twilio's privacy policy says the information it collects, though, is addresses, payment details, IP addresses, and in some cases, proof of identity. 
Twilio has more than 150,000 corporate customers, including Facebook and Uber. So this could be a very large one. If I'm in and maintaining persistence, I'm going for the largest players to get that kind of information because that's where the money is. So we might see Facebook having to declare a data breach or Uber or any one of their other major clients. Moving on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's talk about the NHS 111 or 111 or however you say it in the UK. I believe this is a number you pick up to get uh, emergency services, all that kind of stuff. For health, please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, my friends in the UK. But here's what's going on with NHS 111. Staff has been basically reduced to using pen and paper, and they've told patients to expect delays with services such as dispatching ambulances, booking patient out-of-hour urgent appointments, or fulfilling emergency prescriptions. Now, the firm behind this platform known as Advanced, confirmed that a number of its systems had crashed as a result of a cyber attack. The NHS spokesman said that patients are still encouraged to call 111 and they will be able to get through to staff. Uh, GPS have been told to, quote, manage calls where possible and not direct patients to basically the service, but there is no ETA for when that problem will be fixed as of at least a couple of days ago when this article was written. I'm hoping it, they're back on their feet now. The National Cybersecurity Center in the UK said that they were working with Advance to investigate the cause, obviously, of this attack and, and help remediate. Now, it's feared that a hostile foreign power could have targeted this system, leaving patients struggling to get urgent appointments and ambulances. This is not the first time a good chunk of the NHS has gone down when the internal blue vulnerability with Microsoft came out. About 80% of NHS went down because they were not updating their systems for that patch that had been out for quite some time. <laughs> so the UK's health system, a tad behind in their technology debt, a tad behind in their patching as well. Good luck. I hope 111 or 111 or however you say it in the UK is back online and at full speed. Moving on. Let's talk about Cisco. Yes, that Cisco. Um, they confirmed uh, basically the other day that the Yan Luang ransomware group had breached their corporate network in late May and that the actor tried to extort them under the threat of leaking stolen files online. Now, Cisco revealed that the attackers could only harvest and steal non-sensitive data from a box folder uh, linked to a compromised employee account. In other words, this employee was using Box, the file sharing platform uh, within Cisco, and basically had given, given access in some way, shape, or form, probably stolen, not intentionally, to the Yan Luang um, ransomware group. Now, that those threat actors gained access to Cisco's network using the employee's stolen credentials after hijacking the employee's personal Google account containing credentials synced from their browser. There you go. That's why I say never store passwords, especially if they're sensitive ones, in a browser. Moving on, let's talk about unnamed an unnamed auto supplier, and this is actually an interesting one and a little bit of a terrifying one. An automotive supplier had their system breached and their files encrypted by three different ransomware gangs over a two-week period in May, with two of those attacks happening within two hours of each other. Now, the attacks follow, basically, initial breach of the company's systems, uh, basically, by a likely IAB, or Initial Access Broker, in December of last year, who exploited a firewall misconfiguration to breach the domain controller server using a remote desktop or RDP connection, and there you go. In other words, keep your stuff up to date, harden your systems, but three ransomware gangs basically found the same vulnerability, exploited the same vulnerability, and went to work. My God, make sure, make sure, make sure that unnamed automotive supplier, if one of you are listening to this or watching this, that you're updating your stuff. No fun at all. And moving on, 
Let's talk about Intel's supposedly, quote, impregnable data fortress, end quote. That's according to Ars Technica. This is known as SGX because Intel's latest generation of CPUs or processors contains a vulnerability that allows attackers to obtain encryption keys and other confidential information protected by the company's software guard extensions. This is the advanced feature that acts as a digital vault for secure, uh, basically for users' most sensitive secrets and all of that. Abbreviated, as I mentioned, as SGX, the protection is designed to provide a fortress of sorts for uh, basically the safekeeping of encryption keys and other sensitive data, even when the operating system or virtual machine running on top of it is maliciously compromised. SGX works by creating trusted execution environments that protect sensitive code and the data that it works with from monitoring and or tampering by anything else on the system. And so by virtue of that, that essentially has been cracked or is leaking. And that obviously is a huge problem because if you're able to obtain those encryption keys, you can basically break into anything that that you are protecting with that encryption. Not good. Hopefully Intel is working as fast as they can to reprotect and update SGX. So if you're an SGX user, heads up to you, watch out for those updates. I promise you Intel will release one sooner than later, at least I hope. And finally, and finally, finally, We have to talk about virtual private networks or VPNs, but specifically on Apple iPhones and iPads because Apple has not been keeping you as safe as you think you are when you're using a VPN. Now, here's what's going on. And for the record, we use VPNs obviously to help increase our security and privacy, but what happens when they're weakening it? And that's what I'm talking about here. Now, this is coming from Ars Technica, and I think this is an important one. So heads up, iPhone and iPad users. A security researcher is saying that Apple's iOS, that's the operating system that runs iPhone and uh, and uh, iPad, that basically Apple's iOS devices don't fully route all network traffic through VPNs as you basically expect when you get a VPN. That's a potential security issue that Apple has known about for years. Now, here's what's up. Michael Horowitz who's a longtime computer security blogger and researcher, and I'm pretty sure I've read a few of his articles over the years, puts it plainly, if contentiously, in basically uh, an updated blog post, quote, VPNs on iOS are broken, end quote. Now, any third-party VPN seems to work at first, giving the device a new IP address, DNS servers, and a tunnel for new traffic, according to Horowitz. But sessions and connections that were established before the VPN is activated do not terminate, and in Horowitz's findings with advanced router logging, can still send data outside of a VPN tunnel when it's active. In other words, you are expecting the VPN client to kill existing connections before re-establishing secure connections. So basically, your connections are then reestablished inside that secure tunnel the VPN creates, but iOS-based VPNs don't seem to be doing this, according to Horowitz. And that's a finding that is backed up by a similar report from May of 2020 by Proton VPN. These are also the uh, platform that Proton Mail is on, Proton Calendar. They are basically an incredibly secure and encrypted company out of Switzerland doing this research as well. Now, the primary issue with non-tunneled connections persisting is that they basically could be encrypted. And if that IP address of the user and what they're connecting to can be seen by internet service providers or other parties, that's a huge issue. Quote, those at the highest risk uh, because of this security flaw are people in countries where surveillance and civil rights abuses are common. End quote, according to VPN's May of 2020 report. Now, 
what we are talking about here is on an understanding that you have an expectation that when you're getting uh, a VPN, like a third-party VPN, I don't care if it's Proton VPN or Viper VPN, or, you know, whatever you're using, take your pick. The point of that is that anything that you do should be shielded from your internet service provider, should be shielding the initial IP address you're getting from your internet service provider by giving you another one, and then wrapping an extra layer of encryption around all traffic or a single layer of encryption around unencrypted traffic to make sure that as you're going out, your ISP cannot read and see what you're doing. Nobody else can read and see this without having to crack encryption or break your VPN provider. This is what gives you privacy and security. And when you're in a country where you may have, you know, basically some really draconian laws. And I just talked about this uh, with a young woman who just was sentenced to 34 years in prison for retweeting dissidents in Saudi Arabia. This is what we need VPNs for. But if they can get around it, and if Apple is recognizing that, yeah, well, it's not reestablishing the connections for existing connections, that's a huge problem. That is a major, major security flaw. That's a huge thing. A lot of people have this expectation that, well, I have an Apple, so I'm basically running Fort Knox. And the answer is no. Here's the proof, not to mention the other things like Pegasus that we found and others. So this is a huge problem. And I hope that if you have uh, basically an Apple iPhone or iPad and you're using a VPN, understand it's not keeping you 100% secure like it would be, let's say, on Windows or Android that do not appear to have these issues. So I say all of that to say... Good luck and maintain your security. Those were your breaches of the week. Were you affected? I'd love to know. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private, especially on an iPhone. Thanks, everyone.